The Limey and the Yank are gonna rock your day All the way from England to the USA The great song debate from yesterday and today The Limey and the Yank are gonna rock your way Spreading the love, spreading the joy With the music we play All right. <laughs> you know what the next one is? It's another English one, but I'll, I'll share it with you. And it's kind of a... Um, is, it, is it by those guys that played the Cavern Club once? That's exactly right. All right. And you know what? You can't buy it. You can't find it. You can share it and you can give it. Don't search for it on Amazon. And you can want it, but... Like they said, I mean, you can buy it, but it's kind of, it's not real love when you try and buy it, right? You can't buy love. You You're can, being really roundabout, like more roundabout than two English cities. But <laughs> you can't, all right, here we you, More roundabout you, than a very famous Yes song. Can't buy me love, even though some people think you can with the right amount of money. But it's not really buying. It's more like a lust type thing when you think you're buying love. But it's not really love. It's more lust. But that's the beauty of this is that this song is from before they were really super huge. They were still very popular, but they were really talking about what matters more. And it's so upbeat. It's so Paul McCartney to be cheerful about it. Well, it's honest and it's like natural and it's like so real but kind of simple, which the way love is, we complicate it. But, you know, loving people and sharing that love, it can come in so many different ways just by, you know, walking down the street and people waving at you. To me, that's a sign of love. Absolutely. Spe especially when you don't know people and they do that. And that's, I have to point out, is a big American thing. English don't. Well, maybe because they drive on the other side of the road and they, you know, the smaller road. I can't roads, wave, I'll get my arm knocked off. It, it's a bit cramped, <laughs> so it's not that they don't want to share the love, but they don't do it as well as, I should say, as Americans. But anyway, all right, the main group of the I hour. I think we should stop tormenting people and play a little bit, but I'll right. have some more to say, I promise. So remember, you can't <laughs> buy love. Listen to the Beatles. Here you go. I'll give you all I've got to give if you say you love me too. I may not have a lot to give, but what I got I'll give to you. I don't care too much for money. The money can buy me love, can buy me love. Everybody tells me so, can buy me love. No, no, no. That is absolutely ageous. And I just want to say to the folks out there, I don't know if you saw it on the news uh, last night, but Paul McCartney is original bass yeah. guitar. <laughs> I loved that. I, I, can you believe it? And it, he lost it or somebody stole it and he found it in an attic and it's been... 55 years or something yeah and it's his original guitar so congratulations paul well deserved 
And you know what? I don't know if that's going to go in a museum or you're going to start playing it again. But I tell you what, baby, that's worth a lot of money. But that's got to be a beautiful feeling, though, because you you miss it. It's a fond memory. It's it's his own personal rosebud without casting him as a Citizen Kane type. But, you know, it's. I also love the fact that he seems to be such a genuinely sweet and loving and good person. If you watch the carpool karaoke, I think it was, where he's doing a little tour of where he grew up and then... He surprises a whole bunch of people in a pub by just showing up and playing. It is so much fun. You know, it, it does my heart good to think of somebody that ultimate fame and the mass amount of money which he's, you know, earned over the years, that it doesn't change a person if you've got your feet on the ground and, you know, growing up where he come from. And that kind of makes me feel so, so happy and wonderful that he's still got his feet in the ground and he's still a normal guy. And it makes me feel proud. That's all I can say. So I got to give you that, man. I can't, I can't say anything to that. The Beatles are untouchable. <laughs> and after the Beatles, it's another English one. Am I taking over? Do you think I'm taking over? You might people? think you are, but I got to oh. admit, I, you know, with Can't Buy Me Love, I really wouldn't want to hear it any other way but that bright, upbeat, positive. Like, I would not want to hear Tori Amos do a really slow, half-tempo, sinister, can't-buy-me-love cover. That would not be good. <laughs> Needs to be pretty happy and upbeat. But yeah, our next one is also another happy, upbeat Englishman that I have very seldom heard sad. Go ahead, man. All right, all right. We had a great episode a couple of seasons ago about the English Elvis. Elvis versus Cliff Richard. And this is Cliff Richard, who was on one of our very early episodes, I think our first one. You know, he has that beautiful voice of, we're all going on a summer holiday. I love that that 1960s kind of, I don't know, a little bit more open-throated singing than, than the pop stuff. And this is another song from that era, Cliff Richard and Fall in Love with You. You want me to play it? Of course we do. All right, here and we go. And all the fans <laughs> of Cliff Richard out there, and Cliff is a, another amazing person too. At 83, he's still singing, man. That's fantastic. So there's hope. Hope for those golden oldies. <laughs> that is awesome. Here we go. Cliff Richard. saying why shouldn't i fall in love with you you know great songs and i don't think the shadows get enough recognition because that was his backup group before they branched out and did apache and all that with uh you know hank yeah but you kind of saw that coming with the name the shadows you know they weren't the out front brightly lit guys Oh, yeah. they were the shadows I have hanging to say around that. behind that voice. <laughs> but great musicians, all of them too. And that really helped with uh, Cliff Richard's huge success in England. 
Yeah, you're he, right. They do some great, like you said, the Shadows have done some really great music on their own too. Yeah, but you know what's amazing to me? How you can be so huge in England and for some reason not make it as big in the States. I don't know if it's about promotion, who takes you over and who brings you over to the States. Um, I don't know if he ever toured the States. It seems like a lot of the English groups and singers and that, they have to start off and get in the van and tour the States and do little venues. That's what the Stones did. That's what Elvis did. I mean, the Americans had to do that too. But the difference is when they came over to the UK and they needed to get themselves touring all over the place, yeah, maybe it's not as big as the US, but didn't they have to like, didn't they have to like hang out with pirates? Yeah. <laughs> well, they, they have to come over and like show themselves to the American audience for them to accept them in and uh, bring them in. But a lovely soul, just so, so relaxing his voice. It's just got this loving voice, Cliff, that yeah. everybody loves. It's hard to put a, a tag on it, but. Uh, I love that crooner sound, and I'll, I'll share a quick funny love story here, which is just that this song seems like he's just saying, I will always love you. I am always in love with you. I will always feel that love. He's a true romantic. Of course he is. But I was, I was thinking about the fact that, um, so I met my wife, uh, who was from Connecticut when I was living in Kentucky. So I made the comment the other day, and this is, this just tells you how, how practical people think a little bit different, but, um, I said, you know, I just don't understand how an 18-year-old Kentucky boy could win the Connecticut lottery. And she just kind of looked at me and said, you weren't from Kentucky. And I'm like, oh, well, yeah, uh, okay. <laughs> if we're going to prevaricate around the bush, I guess that, okay. <laughs> so uh, that, That's why we go, go together so well. Oh, that's, that, now that's love. That's, a, that, that, that's wonderful, mate. I love to hear that. But you know, like any song, the love has to come through the voice and it's got to be in the person and you have to project that. And if you don't project it the right way as listeners to wonderful music, we kind of know. We know we, you're we, not into it, yeah. We, we, we know. It's just like an actor being a bad actor or a voiceover person, you know, about voiceover or just not, person. Well, yeah, actually in voiceover, one of the things we talk about is when you're doing, especially like an audiobook where you're doing a whole lot of reading and you're just going on for hours, we always remind ourselves, you have to be in that moment. You have to be that person. That person is not an actor on a stage. That person is living their life in their situation and you are them so when you get to where you're thinking about what you're going to have for lunch or you're thinking the coffee's cold and what a bummer, it affects your read. And we always say, just stop, stop, take five minutes, go walk, do something to get your mind cleared out and get back in it. Cause you owe people who listen to your performance to actually be there and be inside of it completely immersed. I, I totally agree with you, buddy. And, you know, I think a lot of it's to do with your life and what you've gone through, the ups and downs of the heart and the love and the broken hearts. And, you know, the artist has to put all that in and bring it out in the voice. And if it's not 100%, I think as lovers of music, we can tell. Just, you know, 
Yeah, we we can tell if it's uh, yeah. that's, that's kind of crap, a bit bullshitty. This, the song doesn't stand the test of time. Even if it hits the charts for a while, it's a flash in the pan because people don't feel it decades later. Cliff Richard, with that crooning, you really feel the love. But you know, it's like voiceover or singing or acting. If that word doesn't come out as being truthful and honest in it, People go, I like all that, but I don't like that bit when he's yeah, when he's exactly. saying that because it doesn't have that ring of truth. You hit the nail right on the head. <laughs> <laughs> I think I should hit him on the head. Then you could listen to me more than oh. See now oh, that's sorry. why I'm at the long end of the table yeah. and we didn't shorten I'm things sorry, up. Sorry, it's about love. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm only kidding. That's what we're sharing the love. I love to thump you on the head with a mallet oh. when you get out of line. Oh, you wonderful listeners. I told you, man, it's your fault. You gave all me right. coffee. Put, put a sock in it, will you? I want to talk to all I've my... I've only got two and to they're on all my feet. My, to, uh, excuse me, all our listeners and fans out there, thank you. We can't tell you enough how we appreciate making us a success and having more and more listeners every year. And that's why we continue to do what we do. And we'd like to say... Please let us know your favorite love song. What moves you? What turns you into jello? Jello, <laughs> right? Yeah, because you know. makes you melt and makes you, and the one that you play over and over again. Send us your favorite love song so we can talk about you and your love songs because it's all about you, okay? We don't get a zillion downloads of every episode, but we get a wide net. So we know you're out there in over 50 countries around the world, downloading our shows, listening to them. And we're so thankful for your support. We're so glad we can make you happy. And we hope you're feeling the love because we love to be back in the saddle doing another episode. Oh, that makes me want. Now that was honest <laughs> and come from a heart. I can tell those words, what you speak. I've been so excited to do innocent. this show for the longest time. And then oh. we got real close and double COVID, but we're done. We're past that. Hey, this is a good thing. Hey, folks, listen, because there's another great British duo coming up. I'm not saying we're great because you're American. We're, we're kind of half great, 50-50. Uh, Demi-mod? But, <laughs> <laughs> but we're going back to the English charts again, and I know I'm, I'm kind of taking more songs, but I like to share them with the Yank anyway because he does have some good things to say on occasion. Well, if you're a Demi-mod, does that make me Demi-metal? I don't I don't know what, yeah. Maybe it's more than that, and I'm Demi Moore. Twenty <laughs> percent more yeah, metal. Yeah, well, now you're scary. I'm wearing okay. an Iron Maiden shirt. Don't tell anybody. All right, back to the love, <laughs> love music, right. the love boat. See, so, do you even have a, a a show in America no, called no, the Love Boat? No, I had boat. to wear those fashions in the 1970s, and I'm not going back. <laughs> no more wide collars. No more polyester. No, yeah. no flared leg. That's yeah. another word for bell bottoms. Just stop it. The English can be kind of mean in some ways, though, because you know what they call the love boat, the, the show in England? <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming you mean not officially, but on the yeah. street. What's yeah. the street name for the love boat? The lust. The lust boat. The lust boat. Because everybody ended up in lust and doing things they shouldn't on the boat, and they thought they were in love. And like I say, it's, when it's lust, it's not love. I got to say, if they, if they redid that show today, it would be called Swipe Right. <laughs> the Swipe Right Cruise. All right. Let's, let's, <laughs> we're going to keep it PG. That's our audience. Don't listen to the Yank. He'll, he'll put you in a new direction. I am talking about the duo 
Peter, Peter and Gordon. Hello, Peter and Peter Gordon. Peter Pan and Gordon Sumner. That's quite a mashup. No, no. <laughs> I, I confused him. You he know, didn't know what to no, do with that. No, you could that. never that confuse me. Your face <laughs> confuses me. And I want to say what a sad world it would be out there if we had a world without love. All right, that's a great right. cue. Let me do that again. <laughs> a world without love. lovely i not know there's hope despite the fact that he's getting locked away at the at the end of that little segment uh, <laughs> <laughs> i'm not sure what he did that he's in the doghouse but he definitely cares a whole lot about her coming back to him it's so in that a lovely tune folks i mean and they sing in that lovely english accent you know i'm an idiot you know i not know you know when you're be better to your... lock yourself away a little bit than be like locked out and all your stuff's in the yard <laughs> You know, it's like, you know, a yank waiting for his date to come along and singing, I not know where she may come, but I'm going to wait here and <laughs> enjoy myself anyway. It wouldn't work with that. But um, a little bit of trivia, Eddie Rabbit did that too. In fact, I'm oh, not... Oh, wow. I didn't yeah, know that. I don't know if I want to hear that though, because <laughs> it would spoil Peter and Gordon's. You know, but, he loves a rainy night, <laughs> but that's a whole different song. <laughs> <laughs> and a, a little bit more trivia, and it, actually it's about Paul McCartney. Did you know Paul McCartney wrote that song? No. There you go. That's fantastic. And I have to say this, at the time, it may have been a little bit of nepotism, because um, Peter and Gordon, Peter Asher, Paul was dating his sister, Jane Asher, which was uh, quite a famous... Uh, celebrity actress not to be confused England. with the current soul singer usher not the same person no, jane usher no. jane usher yeah and he probably said you know i'm going to do something special oh, i'm sorry he's liverpool all right well i'm going to do something special all right i'm going to write a song oh there's your liverpoolian i'm going to write a song for your <laughs> your, your brother and uh, his mate and make it a hit for you, and it was well, a big know. hit. I mean, so, you could say nepotism, but the thing is, there was still love behind it. You know, it's people he cares about, and he just he does a nice gesture for him. Okay, it yeah. wasn't like he said, "I'm going to do this, and I can't wait to get all that cash rolling in because I gonna, wrote you a no, song." No, but he made that was the first hit they ever had, and it made them famous and successful. That's so cool. If Paul McCartney's writing a song, good. Why wouldn't that happen anyway? All right. I you, got a feeling if he was at the movies and I was the usher, I don't think he would offer to write a song for me. Yeah, Wait, so. I think I got that story wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so for all you people that didn't know that, yeah, Paul McCartney song again. Another hit wonder, another genius song by uh, Sir Paul. 
Hey kids, time to go for now, but don't forget you can always find us on Facebook, on LinkedIn, and on Twitter, and you can stop by our YouTube channel where we've put playlists together of all of the episodes and the seasons, so you can let those roll and have a lot of fun reliving your memories with the original, full versions of the songs. We also have the website, thelimeyandtheyank.com, where you can go download MP3s of your favorite songs from Amazon. We really appreciate you listening to the show. And the most important thing to us is please keep sharing with us your stories, your memories, your favorite songs. Give us feedback. Tell us how we're doing. And please do keep tuning in wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks again.